Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You have a lot of teams. You know, obviously, we've been talking about the race for quite some time, what's happening in the West, what's happening in the Central, the Brewers clinching, but also, you know, the Phillies kind of coming out of nowhere and, hey, you know. Hey. Yeah. Kick, kick, kick it off and kick it off and start over. Kick That's good stuff. Uh, the yellow. We're back. It's farm to the show. It's Chris Dickerson and Paul Yanish, and we're back once again to bring you the weekly news, as only can be told by us two. And Chris, what up, man? Hey, last week of the season, exciting times. Yeah, Thoughts? it's just. Not just not just exciting times, but this is one of those particular years where, you know, we've had just such unexpected, you know, ups and downs and, um, you know, to the season. uh, And, you know, that's been awesome. Uh, You know, you have teams clinching left and right. We had the Brewers barely able to hold on in the central. We had the Phillies come out of nowhere, get hot um, this last month and. You know, it's it's really stuff that we've been talking about all year. It's not the teams that are going to go wire to wire. I mean, you look at the Braves and the Dodgers, yes, but there are going to be some clubs that are just going to get hot at the right time, and they're just going to have to kind of grind their way through the season. And if you if you know if we flash back to April, you know, probably like the twenty third or twenty fourth, and the Rays are you know winning twenty two straight and setting records, and now we're looking at again another race in the East with a game and a half game and a half between the Rays and and the Orioles it's 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 pretty wild and then yeah. we got a 40 40 we got absolutely monumental and I've thought about this a number quite a few times since it's happened you know the 40 40 and we'll get into that and then you know amidst all this we're saying goodbye to legends at the same time you know we're gonna say mm-hmm. goodbye to Miggy this week we're saying goodbye to Adam Wainwright and, you know, probably Tito. the most emotional for both of us was, you know, this whole thing hanging in, in the air with Joey. And it almost felt like Cincinnati knew something that we didn't. It's, you know, it's still very, still very fresh having Joey on the show and having his perspective on where he's at in his career. And it seems like he's just having so much fun. And then it like I felt like the, the script got flipped and we're looking like, wait a second standing ovation do they know something that we don't well hey regardless let's not get caught buying green bananas okay let's not look too far into the future what a cool moment on on sunday at great american maybe joey's last game maybe his last plate appearance hopefully they're still sneaking into the playoffs is what i'm banking on they're going to win out here and get in but regardless i thought it was pretty telling too you got them post-game interview you got something to highlight there, man, the entire team still in the dugout, you know, while, while they're interviewing him after the game, Hey, Joey, what do you think? What did this mean to you? And, you know, he's, you know, talking about how he was almost emotional, right? Borderline emotional. And like, it, you know, a, a lot of, you know, a lot of years, blood, sweat, and tears on that field, you know, all coming in the, in the one moment. And I think it was, it was a Standard issue, very classy move uh, from the Cincinnati fans. Obviously, a tremendous baseball city that, that you couldn't draw it up any better, man. Couldn't draw it up any better. They need to they need to to win out, sneak into the playoffs, and, and make some make some fireworks. But also a very you know typically typically vague and mysterious 
<laughs> uh, mysterious response from Joey. Just be like, oh, I'm just going to shrug this off. Like, you know, I'm not going anywhere. But thanks for the thanks for the support. You know, let's get into enough about me. Let's get into the playoffs in, you know, typical Joey fashion. And um, yeah, I remember it, it, I remember Buck saying he was like, he was like, CD, you ever think about what it means to be mysterious? I'm like, oh, here we go. This is going to be great. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, hear, hear me out. Like, you just don't know what you don't know what the the guy's persona is, or you know, you just get hit and just like walk slowly and just you just you know, some guys you just can't get a read on. Like, like like a Joey Votto. That's a mysterious cat right there. And I'm like, see, Buck gets it. And um, he is a Joe. He's in, he's an enigma. No, it's. I, I thought some of his comments too about the fans were were pretty cool relative to the current team too because there's so much excitement. Obviously, there's hey man, they're still in it. We got four games left in the season. There's still a chance to make the playoffs. But his comments too about the fans and the support of the team and how excited he is that these young players in Cincinnati are getting to experience this type of you know, exposure to that fan base um, due to the year that they had. I thought all of that stuff was great, man. It's, um, it's it, like I said, a, 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 a maybe a completion of, of, of his time there. Who knows? But at the end of the day, classy, a lot of mutual respect from fans and, and player there. Like I said, he, he's been there for so long, done so many cool things. And at the end of the day, dude, they've got a team right, trying to get into the playoffs, man. Let, let's get them. Come on, DB. Let's get them going. Get them went out and and get hot and do what the Phillies did last year. Yeah. And Joey also has a greater, greater respect and a greater appreciation and greater connection with the city. When he was injured, you know, we saw him walking around the, walking around the stadium, just kind of like, like the average Joe, no point intended. No point intended. Um, but yeah, just, you know, hanging out, just doing meet and greets, walking around the stadium, just like your normal, you know, MVP civilian that just, just randomly just yeah. walks around the the stadium during you know during the games and that connection of putting himself out there to receiving that reaction i think is a is a big is a big piece of that to where he's been you know opened up and kind of you know humanized a little bit where it's not the mysterious joe that we all that we all know but he is the guy in cincinnati so you know that's that's one thing that we'll you know, we'll see what happens, but you know, we got another one. The 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 response with Wayno just absolutely gutting that start out. You know, it was yeah. that start was like watching that start was like watching the uh I forget the pitcher in, in major league where he's just like you got to like the sixth, like the fifth or sixth uh. inning. He was like, That's all I got, skipper. He's like that, that. That's I'm throwing everything I I, I can up there. That, but that, that's all I got. And Wayno's just like, man, I know I'm not blowing anything. I was just hoping that you know we could get some sink, you know, throw a couple slow curveballs. And he was just like, it just seems like he's just making he was just making shit up the whole the whole time. And um, you know, hey, the Reds finish in since I'm sorry, finish in St. Louis. Maybe Wayno gets a appearance out of the pen. You never know. Ooh, it could happen. It could. Hey. It could happen, um, right? What was that Angels and Outfield? Yeah, that's right. Hey, it could happen. It could happen. Um, we had some uh, we had some pre-show Monty Python from uh, Chris Dickerson over there. Always, so, always, because you know we can't have you can't have a show without talking about some 
some some shrubbery um ellie getting back on track which is exciting to see for the reds especially like that yep. that guy that's a huge performance and if he gets hot you know i he's he's the he's the key to this you said it before like he he can he can make a difference coming off pinch hitting but he needs to be in the lineup you know defense with yeah. his arm hidden you know just hitting with his speed he's going to create havoc not just for for pitchers and how they pitch and how they work around the lineup if he if he's doing what he's supposed to do but if he's on base it just makes it makes it all that much worse and so seeing that ball smoked um you know there in in cleveland to the the knights the knights who say bring me a shrubbery one that's nice but not too expensive that's that's ridiculous by the way but the hey, the 119 mile an hour exit velocity is impressive. I think it's I think it's worth saying out loud. Yeah, it was. Yeah, anytime you're hitting, a, anytime you're putting a ball in the last row in, in Cleveland is is impressive. But that's uh, yeah. Speaking of hey, speaking of oh, you know playing the Guardians, Tito Francona. It's worth mentioning too. He's you know this is his last year. He's already come out and said said it. What a manager over the course of time. Well respected around the game. Golf clap. Golf clap. Yep. Pretty good, yeah. man. Fortunate, uh, fortunate but, enough to play <clears throat> to play for him um in Cleveland. Ultimate, ultimate guy. Like I think, yeah. you know, we're we're talking with um uh you know, we we're talking about with with Smoltzy last week about the old school and the new school and just you know finding that 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 happy line. And I think he's managed to do that with some great teams, with some rebuilds, but always that he's the guy from spring training throughout the season is finding those 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 moments to stay loose. And you can always tell that those Cleveland teams are always fun. That always they're all you can tell are just like a, a, a great group of guys together. And I think Tito or has been such a huge part of that. Back to his you know, back to the Boston teams. There's no mistake. Um, as to why he's successful, just a, a brilliant mind uh, in baseball, yeah. but you know, just an ultimate manager. When you know he's in there, you know he's fired up for March Madness. He's fired up for you know for all these things and getting getting you know getting the team involved. And um, hey, you know, guy who's going to go to bat, he's going to go to war for you for sure. Also leads the league in bubblegum chewing. Oh man, massive massive bubblegum chewer. I never played for him. I've heard stories, and I would like for you to confirm or deny that he would chew chew the gum and come up with enormous balls of gum that would main that he would keep in the dugout for the for the duration of the game. Facts, facts. I mean, he's right up there in bubble gum lore of a Pete Carroll because hey, Pete Carroll because Pete Carroll what's can the, chew what's on the some wall gum. in in Seattle. You, I think you've sent me a picture the bubble gum wall in Seattle. Oh, it's disgusting. It's so it's gross. So it's so gross. You're like, like he oh my could, gosh. He needs a spot on that wall. You're like, yeah, he for sure. He needs a some type of placard. Um, like double bubble or um <laughs> that's the one we have in the dugout, right? Double bubble, and then maybe even have like yeah. you know, a hall of fame edition um big league chew would be the ultimate like Terry Francona mm-hmm. flavor or something like that. And that's in like a straight jumbo pack. And we'll call it yeah. extra innings. So if if they're out there, like, mm. let's fire that up, right? That just happened, by the way. Well, well done, um, Miggy. 
Yep. Unbelievable player. Unbelievable hitter. Like it's like un- like play. unbelievable hitter. I I hope I hope people understand like I mean obviously 3 getting you know 3000 but the, the okay so two things we had the last triple crown is retiring is playing his last homestand in um in Detroit, Detroit and then you have again you know Acuña with the 40-40 and just you think about how good and how consistent you have to be and it's just straight video game numbers in order this day and age lead the league hitting home runs RBIs and it's not just like the numbers it's how he did it in the like just the amount of shit that he would talk and he would he would tell you like oh you guys are gonna play me here fine and that's what you have to do to play to get 3,000 hits like he knew yeah. like he knew the first couple innings like I'm just gonna shoot a ball through here I'm gonna purposely go oppo and you could see he you could see the intention in everything that he was trying to do and it was truly incredible to to witness on like on the field and you know again yeah here's one of the one of the great characters here's what i got on miggy oh no question there's no question here's what i got on him obviously great hitter all the stuff you just said true here's what i think maybe goes on goes unnoticed because the last three or four years maybe as many as five he hasn't moved that great because he's an older guy unbelievable baseball player baseball iq Baseball player early in his career, the Roger Clemens deal is a 19-year-old, the whole thing. Like, really, really good baseball player. People forget he was a left-side infielder for the first however many years of his career. Yeah, man. Third like, baseman. It's, then, an out, it's, then an outfielder. Mixing in some outfield. Yeah. And then ending up and then ending up at first base. And um, yeah, I'm gonna be, I think everybody's gonna be sad to see him go because like I said, just one of the one of the the true characters of the game. Just he's the type of guy who just will just mouth off to you for three innings straight, even during BP. But as soon as you get to first base, like he'll be the first one to be like, "Hey, you know, good swing," or you know, you know, I, I see you're trying to yeah. do this. Hey, try doing this. Like, just un- unbelievable, dude. And um, yeah, I hope he light. gets. I hope he gets his flowers, and it's a shame that 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 team has struggled. I think that's the only thing that bothers me is is that team has struggled. That franchise has struggled for so long, and I felt like he was yeah. just kind of trapped there. And it's unfortunate when that happens. Kind of like a Carl Malone type deal, where you know he never got that never got that championship in Detroit. Yeah, you'll appreciate that bottle of Camus though when he was in Oakland as Oof. the going away present. Ouch. I didn't really see the if there was more to it or if that was actually what happened. But no, I, I unfortunately, I, th- I think that's all there is to it. I think you know after the Maybe we'll the, just, the surfboard, we'll just leave that one lay. Yeah, the surfboard and all the in- incredible gifts that he received during the farewell tour. It's just kind of it was only fitting that you get a ninety dollar bottle of wine signed by the team. <laughs> Something that I I was at the liquor store yesterday. And I was just looking, there was a, a you know, like a, a fancy case of wines and I'm just kind of looking and I'm looking in there for Camus and sure enough, like even there was like $105. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I, I just have such a hard time understanding that they couldn't find, you know, and it, they're in the Bay Area. They're not too, they're not that far away from, right. from wine the country. stuff. They're the they're not stuff. that far away from Napa Valley. They, Somebody could they have did got not, something real, real special, or or made. They a did call. not consult. They didn't consult John Gomes. No, they did not consult 
wisely. You, all, you had a quick phone call. You could have used the dugout phone and called up to Johnny up in the dugout doing NBC Sports and be like, "Hey, this is what we got going on." And Johnny would have, Johnny would have had it there by the seventh inning. I got a guy, you know, Johnny. Oh, I got it. I got a guy who's got a guy. Yeah. No worries. I'll have that thing here, autographed, friggin' in a, you know, in a, pulling up in a limo. I'll have a Camus limo here by the seventh <laughs> inning. Oh man. Oh, shout out to John Gomes. Hey, on a, a different note, RIP man, Brooks Robinson, unbelievable ambassador of the game. Okay. The player 16 gold gloves. We were talking about it. That's not a real thing. That's unbelievable. Maybe arguably the, one of the best defenders in the history of the game, if not maybe the best defender in, in some, in some respects, right? Yeah, hundred percent. This is coming from two defensive players that, like, let's admit, our careers were extended because we we play defense, right. and so you being an infielder, understanding that consistently it has to go in, to go into that. It's astonishing um, what he was able to accomplish. Like sixteen gold gloves, and when you get a nickname, the human vacuum cleaner, woof, you're yeah. doing something right. You're doing something right. And um, yeah, I mean, just a um, big month for big couple of weeks for for Baltimore in, in general, the, you know, losing a legend, sure. finally giving Adam his flowers um, last week. Uh, and then you got the boys in a in a playoff race trying to trying to pull, pull this division out. Yeah, they're going to get in for sure. Um, I thought it was I saw something Tim Kirkchen, who's obviously follows the game closely, said that in New York. They named a candy bar after Reggie Jackson, but in Baltimore, people named their children after Brooks Robinson, which I think says a lot to the character that Brooks brought. And obviously he was a part of the MLBPA for a long time. And just, like I said, ambassador of the game, continued to give many people commenting on his, how cordial he was, how he treated everybody with such respect, man. Just unbelievable guy that gave so much to the game. But RIP, man. Um, hey, we gotta get, we gotta get switching, switching back to the Rojos. We gotta, we, we gotta finish strong. They got four games. You got Encarnacion Strand on fire. I think he's hit homers in six out of his last eight games. They, they, they're gonna. Something tells me that I think they got Abbott on the mound one more time, but maybe tomorrow. But they have to push through this thing offensively to get in. They need to get. They need to catch Fuego and push through the end of the season. Every game's a must win. There's no turning back. They need you know, Joe Boo in the, in the locker room and, and, and get this thing done, dude. Yeah. Must, must, must. And I think, you know, we were both, we were texting each other the, the night after the, the comeback and we're just sitting there like, this is the type of, this is just unacceptable. This they let just, one get away. Know, yeah. That's how, yeah. Getting, letting that get away. And it's not like a, a two or three run thing where it's, you know, you walk a couple guys and, you know, three run homer and bad pitch. It's like, all right, we let that one get away. We lost focus, but that is, you know, nine runs, you know, that can't happen at this, at this stage uh, um, in the season. And, you know, hopefully they, you know, it looks to be that they're bouncing back, but from here on out, yeah, it's going to be, they're going to have to be dialed in and it's not just them. I mean, it's, this is a, this is going to be, this is going to be a test of everybody's metal going sure. down the stretch here. Um, you know, 
Seattle, Houston, Texas, um, you know, Baltimore, and then Tampa. I'm sorry, AL West is legit right now. Is legit. And then, you know, Tampa and Baltimore, um, you know, it's – it's it's real out it's real out here in these streets with the with this last week and um it reminds me you know with the tampa the, the game 162 which they just uh they essentially longo got his uh statue yeah. he's been forever immortalized in tampa bay yeah. you know with the uh, with the wings out from the famous game 60, 162 if you haven't seen that documentary on mlb network i highly recommend it i was on the the sour end of that game um we were we were in town and you know they came back from the eight run lead but that particular day like that shows you how things can go real south real soon boston getting eliminated from the playoffs that day tampa getting in with with one swing st louis houston going in a complete meltdown braves going in a meltdown those last two or three games like it's very real what can happen um this 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 week right now yeah, it'll be good to see though. It's it's like you said. It, we we talk about how significant it is to get in the playoffs and get that experience. And one tier down, this is the same thing though. The the last week of the season in the race. Hey man, you got to win every single day. You got to give yourself a chance. It, it's it, it it's it's bonus. It's great for baseball. I love it. My 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 kids are going crazy watching the games right now. They're trying to keep track of what's going on. And obviously, being in Houston, the Astros and the Rangers are a big deal here. So. Keeping track of that AL West is is uh, is 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 at the front of the front of the, the the TV screen right now. So here and here we are. We're at the end of September. And we started farm to the show in the end of March, April. Yeah. And the first one, the first conversations that we had was the rule changes. Seeing where we are now, would you say that this has not been one of the most exciting seasons in recent memory? Hard to say most exciting. That seems a bit dramatic, but successful, yes. Rule changes, I am. I think they were, over the course of the season, I think the consensus would be that they were good. It, it was good the time. And here's here's why I say it too. Like, take away the guys that had, have the former players that played. I'm talking about, like, feedback from people that are just fans of the game. Guys that are talking about, man, it's so much better. You go to the game and you're in and out in two hours and 15 minutes. And it's it, so – for the for the greater good of the game, I think the rule changes were great. Obviously, the offense, the stolen bases, which you're partial to, those kinds of things, the the addition or re-implementation of, you know, the strategery, if you will, I, I think has been great for the game. There's obviously been some speed bumps because that's part of it, but overall, man, I think it was a win for sure. And I'm. Um... Particularly this, these last couple of weeks, one of the things that I am happy that they finally made the adjustment on, if you haven't noticed, is dudes getting banged for the uh, standing ovation. Oh, yeah. yeah. And finally, I, that in. I Yep. Got to throw that in there because they've been getting, you know, a lot of those have been going around lately. And it's good to see that they're, you know, they're throwing the pitch clock out and, um, yeah. you know, we call that the uh, mix in the clue, mix in a clue caveat. That's clue. what we'll call that. Yeah. in a clue guys have been playing for 20 years and the fans want to stand up and give them a ovation we're going to go ahead and let that happen absolutely uh what else we got i mean that's it hey we already you said philly's clinched right philly's clinched in a walk-off yeah man philly's clinched so we got an exciting next few days we got so far you got dodgers milwaukee atlanta and philly are in in the national league 
D-backs, Cubs, Marlins, and Reds fighting for that last spot or last couple of spots rather. Baltimore, Tampa, Minnesota are in. Minnesota clinch. Yeah, it's like that kind of went completely under the radar. No, I, yeah. no offense, but nobody's paying attention to the Central. Hey, well, no offense. That's a trap game, trap series for somebody who gets them because they're going to be overlooked. Just a heads up. You think you think so? All right, you put that put that on paper. Say, yep. put, it can happen. Put that on God. Put that on God. Um, exciting week. Exciting last week of the season, man. Looking forward to see what happens and doing a little Yankees doing a little playoff coverage. Playoff officially eliminated. It's yeah. official, like a referee whistle. Yeah. Oh, Seattle. Where is uh? Let's see what's going on. Like, what did you say about the West? We got five games back. We got oh, Houston, mm-hmm. Toronto. Boy, what happened to Seattle? Oh, they're they, game they and a half a back. Bit, yeah, boof. They're, yeah, I think they're still in the mix of the wild card if if the cards fall correctly. We're gonna have some fireworks. But hey, good week, dude. And let, let, let's follow what happens towards the end of the season. Get back on here and, and start talking about some uh, some playoff baseball and, and series matchups. It's playoff time where the big boys come out to play. All right. All Paul right. Dick. Pleasure as always. Chris. Chris Dickerson, it's been real. Always keep it real, Paul Yanish. Later, dude. See ya. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.